welcome to Adam's Rib. It is our goal to uplift, encourage, and guide women in becoming the person that God intended for us to be. We believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God who died for our sins and rose again so that we could have eternal life. We want to guide you in figuring out God's purpose for your life. No subject is off limits here. We are Adam's Rib, and here we go. I'm Jessica. And I'm Lindsay. And welcome back to Adam's Rib. Was this episode? Ooh, it's like that Meryl Streep meme. Oh. <laughs> welcome back. <laughs> Have you seen that meme? Oh, Meryl Streep. <laughs> what she got her? Welcome back to Adam's Rib. What? Why? Why, Jesus? We should start a meme and put it on Twitter. <laughs> uh, we should start one. Just have a set. I can't. Adam's Rib. Yeah. I can't even get through the introduction. Make it like Wednesday. You do it, but that would be funny. <laughs> anyway, be like, have y'all heard Adam's Rib? Yes. <laughs> okay. What episode is this? 104. 104. Oh, I like this. This episode is my favorite already. This one. Be yourself because everybody else is taken. I can't be Jessica. And I can't be Lindsay. Let me tell y'all why I'm loving this episode already. And we ain't said a word. Because I am somebody that is extremely. That's all right. I didn't even hear you. I'm somebody that is extremely passionate about people loving who they are, despite what you ain't got because the next chick got it. Like, just be, just embrace everything that God has already blessed you with. Because at the end of the day, just because you don't look like her or her, and just because you ain't got inches like her and her, don't mean that you ain't got all this fabulousness mm-hmm. inside of you. Yeah. And so this episode is so dynamic for me because this is an episode where we just get to help you feel good. Like yeah. this is one of those good old self-help episodes. And I'm just excited because we get to just, we get to love on you. We get to love on you and we get to be we get to be the the vessels to remind you just how amazing you are. And I'm going to just start with this one. Psalms 139:14. You are we have been fearfully and wonderfully made. God knew what he was doing when he created you. He already knew the plan when he made you, boo. <laughs> so when he decided to create you, he wants you to now come in line with all these years later, just because you've been through a little stuff, just because you got a little dirt on you, don't mean that you're still not amazing. Yeah. So he wants you to come in line with what he created. He created greatness. He created something wonderful. And so this episode, I pray, encourages you to remember just how wonderful you are and how unique you are. Yeah, you can't play the comparison game. No. Let's be honest. You you can't be happy and envious or jealous at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Like happy and jealousy, they don't live in the same house. And I think one of the best ways of achieving just overall happiness, well, there's mm-hmm. a few ways. But in my opinion, it's learning how to eliminate the envy in your life. That's right. Because I think acknowledging that you even struggle with jealousy can be difficult, but it's the first step. It's the first step in accepting yourself for who you are, and it's the first step to having a mature spiritual life. And, you know, side note, don't be a slave to these generational curses that you may have grown up with. You know, 
why can't you be more like your sister? Mm-hmm. You know, your cousin is doing well out here. All your friends got jobs. What's your excuse? And I, and I didn't live that way. But I'm saying, I, I know, I know people just, yes. there you go, Jessica said. And yep. so, and I'll let Jessica kind of touch on this if she wants to, but mothers, take heed in knowing that your words have power towards your daughters. Mm-hmm. And at a young age, daughters are seeking your validation. And even as they get older, I still, I still feel like we, we seek their validation. Yeah. You know, although, I, you know, we really only need to seek crisis about validation, but that's for another episode. Right. So, side note, just mothers, I encourage you to speak life and mm-hmm. power into your mm-hmm. daughters. And daughters, don't let anyone put limitations on your life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But God says that the way you can change envy is by changing your perspective. So, you know, you may not be able to completely change the feelings that cause you to be envious, but you can change the way that you look at things. And, you know, that'll obviously, you know, hopefully eliminate all the envy in your life. So the way you change your perspective is not by, is by, you know, not comparing yourself to others. Mm -hmm. The Bible says that satisfaction comes from doing your best and not comparing yourself to others. Galatians 6, 4, it says, let everyone be sure to do his very best for then he will have the personal satisfaction of work done well and won't need to compare himself and with someone else. Mm -hmm. So it's when you strive to be the person that God made you to be that you'll find real meaning, real purpose, fulfillment, and satisfaction. Let's be honest. It's really hard to focus on your own purpose while you're too busy looking at someone else's purpose. Amen. So, you know, you can admire. I'm not saying that. You can learn from people, you know, that of wisdom that, you know, may have more experience than you. But it's when you begin to become jealous is when it's a problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I want to back up about the whole, like, generational comparisons. Mm-hmm. Um, so my my family, love them dearly. But I come from a family that is that, well, why can't you be more like this? Mm-hmm. Or why can't you be more like her? I have a cousin who doesn't make very good decisions. Um, <laughs> to and, put it nicely. Yeah, because, I mean, I, I literally can't tell y'all what she does because it, this is a Christian show. So I can't tell you. Because it would be going against everything Christ-like. Like, it, it's just that real. Well, like you doing it. But uh, her business is out there like that. Yeah, no, I, I literally can't because, like, I would be guilty of so many sins in, in just that one statement. So I can't tell you. But real life, like, she actually harbors so much resentment against me. And I never knew why because I'm like, I didn't, I've never done anything to you. Yeah. I don't I don't dislike you. I love you. You're my cousin. We are actually, like, legitimately six days apart. Yeah. Born mm-hmm. six days mm-hmm. apart from one another. Mm-hmm. Um. And so, I mean, like, we're the same age. Our children are literally the exact same age. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't necessarily agree with your lifestyle, but right. you're my girl. <laughs> Why don't you like me? Yeah. Took one day for her to tell me, all my life, all I heard is, why can't you be like Jessica? Wow. That's and I'm rough. like, yeah. what? But then I had to take a moment to do some self-examination. And I realized that I had a cousin who is actually... Probably my closest cousin out of mm-hmm. both sides of my family, my cousin Misha. Mm-hmm. Super duper close now. Like, I mean, we call each other sisters now. Mm-hmm. But there, I went through a legit season where I was so jealous of her. Mm-hmm. I, and I, but my jealousy came out in, I don't like you right, right now. Yeah. Um. So I never, I, I, I just wasn't very welcoming at, at one point mm-hmm. when I would see her, when I would be around her. Um, you know, she got married very young, but 
Her husband is amazing. Shout out to you, Josh, as the girls call you Uncle Cousin Josh. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it was so weird because I got the cousin on my mama's side who can't stand me because yeah. all she heard was, why can't you be like Jessica? And then I harbor an envious spirit towards my cousin on my father's side because on my father's side, all I hear is, why can't you be like Misha? Mm. Why aren't you doing what Misha does? Right. And I get it because I know somebody listening has experienced this too. Yeah. And I understand what it does to you. I understand what it does to your mind. You start doubting everything that you think you know about yourself mm-hmm. because everybody else wants to see you be like somebody else. Yeah. But, it's like you're not good enough. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I did. I went through a I went through a really tough season. And I was so grateful when my cousin Misha, for instance, reached out to me years later. And we were able to really start to rekindle our relationship because I realized I only felt that way because everybody kept making me feel mm-hmm. like I'm supposed to be you. Right. But I finally stepped into a season where I was just okay with Jessica. Right. Okay, cool. Jessica did have two kids out of wedlock, mm-hmm. but she dope still. Right. And my kids dope too. <sighs> Misha is married to an amazing man, lives mm-hmm. an amazing life, and she is one of the most beautiful women I possibly have ever met in my life. Mm-hmm. And I'm not just saying that because she's my cousin. Right. But the woman is beautiful. Her spirit is beautiful. Her smile's beautiful. The One of the closest people in my life. Mm-hmm. And I almost like felt guilty about being jealous of her yeah because if nothing else well here's where i can encourage you don't use these people that people have compared you to are trying to tell you you need to be like don't you look at them and get mad or jealous or feel some kind of way about them because of the the negative feelings that other people are projecting on you look at those people and just be inspired yeah misha and motivates my life right and she knows that mm-hmm. she motivates me she inspires me she keeps me encouraged that is my girl yeah but I hold nothing against her because of the lifestyle that she has compared to mine. I'm just as dope. Right. I am. And I really th- yeah. hope you all get through the theme of this episode. I'm going to be saying I'm dope a lot. because you're, But you're dope, too. <laughs> Lindsay's dope. Like, we're all dope in our own right. We're so amazing. Thank you, Jesse. <laughs> yes, girl. You're so dope, and I love you that much. I do. I love Lindsay, too. That's my sister. I'm sorry. <laughs> So I'm assuming everyone that's listening, y'all know y'all don't use this Facebook. (laughs) So you got the smoker's cough over here. God, Lord, I'm assuming that everyone that's listening uses Facebook. Right. So I think a lot of us would say that, you know, we enjoy posting prayer requests, sharing pictures of our family and friends, you know, all that jazz that Facebook is built to do. But I think just due to the powerful platform of social media you know within seconds news is traveling through cyberspace you know diminishing distance between family and friends because unfortunately i think this leads to the temptation of comparisons which that's which then eventually leads to discontentment so we long and to see and you know we long for and see one of our friends that's you know has a happily posted achievement right but instead of responding with like hearts and smiles and blue thumbs we begin to turn into like the hulk with green face and think Mm -hmm. to ourselves well you know wasn't i grinding for the same thing for years with fewer results yeah you know what i'm saying yeah (laughs) and so 
you know, boom, defeated. Log off. A bunch of blue thumbs <laughs> for this person, and you getting you only getting twenty blue thumbs. Shut up. <laughs> they got three hundred twenty blue thumbs, but you get mad. You just go get off the page all together, but and don't congratulate the person <laughs> at all for what the accomplishment that they because made. you've been grinding harder in your mind. In but your the, mind. my whole thing was so crazy about that. We don't even know how long that person's been grinding. We. Because people don't. only put on Facebook what, what they, they want, want you to, to see. What they want you to know. That's a whole nother episode. <laughs> That's, yes. But my point is, you see that as like, ah, uh, I'm defeated. I log off. And then we busy ourselves with Instagram. And then the cycle just starts all over again. All over again. Because <laughs> then you get on Instagram and you see the girl that has, you know, the 28 inches and a little larger bottom half. And you're getting mad now because I've been going to the gym for six <laughs> months, squatting and everything. Why don't my booty look like that? Oh, now gosh. I'm going to log off Instagram because I'm mad that her right. butt's bigger than mine. And now you're just sitting at home defeated. And then you're just mad. But what's sad is that even though we're, we've been comparing ourselves to one another like since the beginning of time, I feel like it's gotten even worse because of all the social media. You know, before Facebook, we would have no idea what was going on with our cousins, you know, mm-hmm. especially the ones we only saw once a year. <laughs> And so now that everyone is part of this media world and they have no sense of privacy, it's forced us into the cycle even worse. Mm-hmm. So like I said, comparison is nothing new. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Cain compared himself to Abel in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Even the disciples struggled. In one conversation I was reading in, um, I forget what, what book it was, but in a conversation, I think it was the book of John, they tried to determine which of them would suffer in the future and who would be spared which is kind of crazy to me but jesus asked them um you know if i want him to remain alive until i return what is that to you basically like bro what does it matter who's spared if that's the plan then that's the plan Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, (laughs) and mm -hmm. then let's just go even back to the old testament sarah abraham's wife got all uppity with her slave hagar because she had abraham's baby but what's crazy mm. is that she got mad about something that she gave her permission to do. That she gave her permission to do. Because God promised Abraham many descendants. It says that in the Bible. I promise you many descendants. But 10 years later, after that, you know, prophecy or, or, or that provision that God gave Abraham, you know, unfortunately, well, I won't say unfortunately, but Sarah was, was still barren. And, you know, she's becoming older. She's becoming impatient. But isn't it funny how God makes promises to us, but it still isn't good enough. And we begin to despise one another for what they have, even though God has already promised it for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Can I can go, we go back for a second? <laughs> so she talked about Hagar and all them, right? Okay, so let's make this 2017-ish. <laughs> you always do this. <laughs> because I, that's my job. But you feel me. My, of course sense. I do, because I know the story. There might be somebody that don't know the story. So let me make this story very clear to you, okay? Hagar, Sarah? Hagar, Sarah, yeah. Okay. Sarah had the idea that because, well, Sarah at one point could not conceive a child for her husband. So he told, she she gave Hagar, she was the uh, servant. Yeah, servant, slave, whatever. They were slaves back then, apparently. Right, okay, (laughs) we'll call her a servant girl. She was a servant. Gave her to her husband so that he can have a child. Mm-hmm. Well, then, boom, Sarah end up with a baby too. Then it's all this beef, <laughs> and it's like, I don't want her here no more. Her and her baby gotta go. Mm-hmm. Like, cause you got me and your baby now. <laughs> I got your baby. Yeah. So she no, she let made her left before she even got pregnant. Oh, before she even mm-hmm. got yeah, ended up pregnant mm-hmm. and yeah. So she kicked girl out 
even before the baby, even before we knew about the baby, yeah. right? Um, so y'all know Lil Pookie, and <laughs> and y'all know that Pookie's baby daddy got a few other ones, <laughs> right? You know, there's a few other baby mamas out here other than Lil Pookie, right? Lil Pookie, she got one, and then it's like. Tanisha got like two of them. You know what I mean? So, but Pookie and Tanisha, boom, boom, boom. They at each other's head because they have kids by this one guy. But here's the thing. And this is what I like about the story about Hagar and Sarah, because that is actually something that is still very relevant in today's society (laughs) amongst women. We getting all up in our stuff because of something that another woman is doing with somebody that is that. We ain't even that we ain't really messed with no yeah, more. We right. ain't bothered with no more. Like, and granted, Sarah was married to Abraham. Mm-hmm. This was her husband. But at the same time, Sarah, how you mad mm-hmm. about the woman that you gave right. to your husband? Pookie, how you mad <laughs> about the man that you walked away from? And now yeah. you mad at Tanisha, right? <laughs> because Tanisha the one had That's two a good kids. Point. Yeah, with, with Ray Ray, right. but. <laughs> You was done with Ray yeah. Ray because he didn't. You didn't like how Ray Ray was treating you yeah. and your baby. So you walk away from that, and then when you get mad because Tanisha got got Ray Ray's yeah. babies now too, but now so now you and Tanisha going at it. Mm-hmm. That is a different type of comparison. But you know we like to call it she hating and she she this she that. But that's a different type of comparison. You are only you literally are only mad because of what another woman has with something that you mm-hmm. already had. Yeah. We have this whole territorial spirit that we got to learn how to shake. That's real. Just because we had something doesn't mean that it belongs to to us. It doesn't mean that this woman now is less than or I got to feel some kind of way about her because she has something that I had before. How you know that if you really were only living your life and being and accepting who you are and your place in this world, how you know that God doesn't have something already better in store for you anyway? Mm -hmm. But you stuck on tenacious. Something this has happened to you before. <laughs> no, my 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 kids' fathers don't have other children. Well, they do, but they, you know, we ain't got no problem. We're like Will and Jada and his baby mom. Like, you know, we're happy. But I know some people that's like Pookie and Tanisha and Ray Ray. You know what I mean? Like, and and it's so unfortunate. <laughs> it's so unfortunate to watch people like watch our women, especially our black women, right. go through this stuff. I mean, y'all are literally tearing each other apart. Yeah. Y'all, we are tearing down. down the community of women. Yes. Like, what, but what's, what's crazy is that this could be one of the strongest groups of, of people. Yeah. Especially our black women. Because black women, and this is no shade to women of any other race, but black women, we possess a power that a lot of other people don't have. and But we use our power to tear each other apart. Yeah. And because she's got something I don't have now, I'm mad at you. Mm -hmm. And because she accomplished something that I've been working on accomplishing or because she accomplished something, I accomplished the same thing. But she's got more attention from it than I got. But what? Why don't we just take this opportunity to celebrate one another and the fact that we are surviving in a world that don't really like us anymore. (laughs) We go to workplaces that don't like us. Yeah. When you, because you, when you begin to compare yourself to others, um, you're you're then not walking by faith. Then at that point, at, not at all, yeah. not at all. Like you, you have absolutely no. You don't have any faith, yeah. Because and you try to control things exactly. And here's the thing, God and what how He works. You've got to let God do His work. Mm-hmm. You 
cannot make you don't control the, the 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 fate of your destiny. You may think you do, but you really don't. The person that holds this in his hands is God. And he's just standing there. He's just waiting. Mm-hmm. He wants you to move out of your own way from feeling envious of this woman and and mad at that woman and and pissed off with this woman he really wants you to get out of your own way because at the end of the day all these women that you mad at jealous of salty about (laughs) sulking over all the women that you are doing this on you are doing all you're doing this to yourself yeah because here's the thing here's a little secret if you didn't already know that chick that you mad about that got the hundred plus likes because over the same thing that you did she is still living her life. Right. She's still Not being blessed and she is still growing <laughs> in God. You are the only person stuck. Yeah. I want to bring up two things before we wrap this up okay. and like solutions. Okay. So first is that you have to find contentment by killing, by <coughs> killing comparisons, but to be content, we need to swap lies with truth. Mm-hmm. So I feel like sometimes we even compare how God is working now with how he has worked in the past. But in this <coughs> way, we bring God down to our level judging his track record and i believe that that's just arrogance Mm -hmm. because god tells us in isaiah for my thoughts not your thoughts neither are your ways my ways declares the lord so in other words we don't think like god so he wants us to walk in 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 step with his spirit so that means you are not to run ahead of him Mm -hmm. pulling him where we want him to nor are you to get behind him pushing him in the direction that you want him to go because he's immovable that's right so I say this to say that as much as God wants us to walk by faith, Satan is determined to point out the little things that hold you against God. And so then when Satan introduces these lies to you, you need to refute that. Mm -hmm. But the only way that you'll be equipped to do that is if you saturate yourself with the truth. Mm -hmm. And those lies that he tells you have very little truth mixed in it, if at all. And that makes it even harder to recognize that they're even lies. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it's the only way... It's only when, you know, you learn scripture that you can sort all that out because the world is forever pointing out things that should be ours, creating in a sense of entitlement. Mm -hmm. But then Satan points us to those who are, you know, have attained all these things that we've hoped for, like, you know, all this Facebook jazz, pushing us farther down the road of discontentment. She got this, she got this, but you ain't got that, you know, Mm -hmm. block Mm -hmm. all that out. Mm -hmm. Focus on the Lord. When you're tempted to compare yourself with others, focus on God. David, um... You know, was called God after, or was called a man after God's own heart, and was given armor to wear when he was going to fight Goliath. The armor was too big, you know, because they said David was a small body or small frame, I should mm-hmm. say. Mm-hmm. But David didn't go out searching for different armor so that he could, you know, replicate others who went to battle. Instead, he focused on God's character and not his opponent. Yeah. So God essentially helped David in the past and will continue to help him as he faced Goliath. And all of us have, ex- have has, we've had these experiences of trusting God. We need to remind ourselves of his faithfulness. Mm-hmm. So I want to say that. But I want to say one more thing. We're out of time. Go, girl. Anything else? No, okay. Go. So I really want to point this out. You got this. <laughs> but to be content, <clears throat> you got to praise God in all circumstances. So hear me out on this. God's always looking out for your good, right? So knowing this, about God, it's going to be essential during all these times of trial, you know, rain, hail, storms, whatever, you know, when things just don't make sense. So he's more concerned about transforming us into the image of his son than he is about how it will temporarily affect you for that season. Mm-hmm. So when Paul 
you know, Apostle Paul, when he when he was beaten, imprisoned, stoned, shipwrecked, whatever the case may be, <laughs> in prison chains in Philippians, <clears throat> he still wrote to the church that he was content no matter what his circumstances. And that yes. was so powerful to me. That's why yeah. I want to talk about it, because he tells us to be content in our circumstances mm-hmm. and not thankful for our circumstances so that when things go wrong, what can you praise God for? You can praise him for who he is because your circumstances, they shouldn't diminish your character. And that's why you cannot compare yourself. He never becomes less than he was. If you just start praising God, like David did in Psalms, you're going to be reminded of other reasons why God's worthy of your praise. Because Satan, he's really the only one who doesn't want us to praise God anyway. So mm-hmm. he's going to continually try to get your focus <clears> on God. So he loves it when we focus on what we don't have, mm-hmm. but what God has and what God hasn't done for us, or how God has, you know, let us down. So Satan is basically, you know, he's killjoy, and we're mm-hmm. too blinded to even see that. And too often we praise God only when we feel like praising Him. Offering God praise has nothing to do with your feelings, and I can't stand when people do that. Yeah. Instead, when you go through a difficult time, your praise becomes a sacrifice to Him. I was reading. That Charles Swindoll says that life is 10% what happens to you and 90% of how you react to what happens to you. Mm. So we act as if it's the other way around, however. Apostle Paul encourages us to rejoice in the Lord always. And that's much different than, you know, rejoicing in what's going on with you. And it even says that Solomon in the Bible had told us to rejoice. (coughs) But honestly, I feel like we would have had a problem with that. Um, if Solomon had told us to, to rejoice in the Bible, because I read that Solomon was the richest man around. So, but but Paul was in chains and told us to rejoice and learn on all circumstances. So you see what I'm saying? It's yeah. just like you can't base it off your circumstances. So my point is I want to challenge everyone. I'm sorry to take this over. No, but no, I really no. want to point this out. That's good. You're giving I want to challenge everyone. I'm going to challenge myself with this lately, too, is that when I see a status on a news feed, you know, that like, Ruffle, ruffles me up a little bit, I'm going to ask God to help me to just pray for that person. Mm-hmm. It makes things easier when I'm honest with God and telling him how I feel because he knows it anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's good. And I think we can wrap from there. We can wrap. Seriously, y'all just Unless love you. anything else to add. Just love who you are. You were created by somebody powerful. So he created you with power. He created you with awesomeness. You're dope. Java, touch your nuts with Sorry, I'm going to eat them. <laughs> M&M's. Catch us next week. We love y'all. Peace out.